Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is an actress who is lucky enough to work for Disney Cruise Line. My guest today is Reagan Daniel Ogle. What was it like bringing Narnia to life as a musical? Because when I read that on your resume, I'm like, Narnia, a musical? Oh my gosh, you've really done your homework because I haven't talked about that show in years. Um, yeah, it was one of my fondest memories, and it was just so fun. I mean, it's a story that we all know and love, and so being able to do it on a stage, and we had a rotating stage, so, like, it was, like, a big mountain, and one side was, like, the lair, and then the forest, it was, it was just so beautiful and so fun, and it was one of my first, like, big professional shows on, like, a big stage, and just made me fall in love with it, absolutely. Did you like singing classic rock songs when you did Rock of Ages? I did. Rock of Ages is funny because I think someone had dropped out of the show last minute, so I had sent him a, an audition and like got booked in that job very quickly. Um, and so I didn't know a ton about the show going into it, and I just thought it was one of the most fun experiences ever. And I don't know if you know this, but I was in a, a rock band in college, so I did have uh-huh. some experience singing like 80s rock songs. So whenever I got to do Rock of Ages, it felt very at home for me. Oh, yeah, I feel like Rock of Ages is, like, the pioneer of jukebox musicals. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you'll ever be able to find it, but there's a very fun video of J.J. Neiman and I singing um, Welcome to the Jungle. You'll have to look that up. It's, it's very funny. That's hilarious. What did you know about the disco era prior to being in Saturday Night Fever? Oh, not a lot. Same, yeah, same. I don't know much about it either. I know, I feel like it's one of the eras that I actually, like, struggle with the most because it's just so, like, like, there's just so much love and passion with the community and it's not as performance-based, it's just about feeling. So I've had yeah. a lot to learn there. And I, I didn't know a ton about it, but after then I started really listening to a lot of 70s music. Oh yeah, and listening to the song. Like, what's the song called? Night Fe- the Bo- the BG song. Oh, Boogie Fever? Yeah, Boogie Fever. Yeah. Oh, that was such a fun show. Were you sick and tired of Boogie Fever by the end? <laughs> no, you can never get tired of that song. It's so much fun. The <laughs> shoes, though, for that show were excruciating because they had no support. And by the end, I was like, I've had it enough. Yeah. Has Singing in the Rain always been a personal favorite classic movie musical for you? No. I love I love the show, but I would say like my my favorite classic movie musical is Sound of Music. It just makes me cry every time. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's so sweet. My my mom and I used to watch it when I was really little, so it's very sentimental for me. But it's so beautiful. It's long. I know. That's why I've been procrastinating on watching it. Is because I have a very short attention span for movies. <laughs> Well, it's broken up. Just watch Act 1 one day and then watch Act 2 another day and you'll be fine. Yeah. But I did love doing Singing in the Rain. We did the finale with the rain on all of us and we were dancing and tap dancing in it. And it was just like such a special experience that was so, so, so fun. I mean, when do you get to dance in the rain? Never. I mean, I've always wanted to do a show where you get wet. <laughs> yeah. Because you're probably sweating your butt off and then the water comes down and you're like, ah, oh, nice and cooled down. Yeah, and you're just, like, smiling and, like, don't get it in my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you grow up on Shrek? I Oh, yeah. 
Same. Huge Shrek fan. Um, we used to love watching Shrek growing up, so I had I knew the movie and I bought the like the CD soundtrack at Target. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got to do the TYA premiere at the Coterie. So the writers of the show actually came down to see the show, and we got to workshop making it into an hour long production versus the two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, so I got to play Teen Fiona and Peter Pan in that, and then yeah, when Main State did, I got to play Fiona. Um, so it's just a very special. <laughs> Show. I love but, Shrek. It always puts you in a good mood. It's it's just everyone loves that show. It movie, the whole the whole premise of it. It's just what's not to love. Yeah, both the Netflix uh, musical version and the OG animated movie. Yeah. They're both so awesome. good. What did you enjoy most about bringing that bringing something that basically the kids of our generation, I would say, grew up on to like to life on stage? Was it, like, a sentimental um, thing because of the fact that you grew up with it? Oh, for Shrek? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so funny how that, that story just keeps living on. Like, it was so special to me and my family, like, what, 10, 15 years ago, and to see it carry on. Yeah. It's just, in, yeah. It, it, it's, it's such an honor to have been a part of the development process to bringing it to, to kids and the hour-long shows. You know, that's what they, they see most of it, so. Yeah. Very cherished memory for me but you still did like i'm a like believer and all that right oh yeah because you can't not think of shrek when you hear that song (laughs) i know it's it's that one and the um all-star i was just gonna say all-star oh yeah as a swing and aladdin on the disney cruise line how often did you get to go on yeah so part of the First of all, part of building my resume was that I actually was a swing on a full contract. So I swung Frozen, I swung Aladdin, and I swung Believe. Oh. Um, one whole contract. And then I went back and did another contract and then was in the primary role. So it was Elsa and Aurora, and then I was um, ensemble or bread seller, I guess, for Aladdin. Um, but just as part of, like, minimizing my resume, we just put swing on Aladdin. So yeah. I didn't have to put Frozen. Because I had done Frozen three times. I didn't yeah. want to have to put it three different times. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so swinging was something I was absolutely terrified of doing, but I, I was so excited to do it, and it came out of nowhere. It was mid-pandemic. The, the, the ship was didn't have guests on it at this point, and I had got this contract as I was, like, coming out of the subway going to work at Lululemon. It was so crazy. Um, and I was like, absolutely, bring it on. Let's do it. And, yeah. it, and I understudied 22 tracks. Oh, wow. Shows. Yeah. So understudying like leads, like I understudied Elsa for that contract, and then understudying the dance roles too. That's um, crazy. So it was a huge challenge, and it was something that I absolutely loved, and I got to go on um, quite a bit because of um, COVID protocols in the ship. We were only performing for like a third full audience house. Right. Yeah. So we we did um, two shows a day, six days a week. Oh wow! So twelve shows a yeah. week. Yeah. Wow. So it was it was quite a lot, and I got to go on quite a bit because you know, if you're injured, it's much harder to recover with that kind of a show schedule. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and there was there was two instances where I went on mid show. I will never forget. I had hives up my neck. Like, I was like, okay, you know, but you just don't freak out. You're like, okay, you just have to do it. Put your lipstick on, put your hair wig in, and you just go. And it was it was just one of one of the most challenging and greatest experiences of my life and I felt so supported by that cast it was wonderful yeah 
when doing the golden mickeys which is a show i i've never been on a cruise so i don't really i oh, really? i've never been on a cruise so i've only seen like golden mickey stuff i've always wanted to see it in person i've never but uh I've, but it seems amazing and i really want to see it did you play aurora and cruella in the same show or were there some nights where you were aurora and some nights you were cruella yeah so when i was doing golden mickeys um i was actually at that point, I was just a dancer in the ensemble, but I understudied Aurora and Cruella. And that particular contract, I don't know how much you know about ships, but if someone gets injured or gets really sick, they get medically debarked because they can't take care of them on the ship, you know? Mm-hmm. If they need, like, attention from um, the hospital, they it's a liability, so they ship them off. Yeah. In that contract, we had lost, like, six or seven people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just happens. And so I ended up taking over a lot of these roles full-time and that, that was one of the things I did full-time is I stepped into Aurora Cruella full-time and it was the same show and it was um it so I would what happened I would do the opening sequence go downstairs put on my Cruella outfit like nails red lipstick eyeshadow cut a huge wig, wig. the whole number come down take off the nails, take off the lipstick, bat this, put on bright pink lipstick, change my wig, and then come out and be Aurora, and then go back down and then do it all again for the finale. I put the nails back on, lipstick back on, more eyeshadow, and then I come out as Corolla for the finale. Oh, wow, that's like a marathon. Yeah, it was a marathon, but that is um, one of my favorite tracks of all time. I mean, who gets to play someone as crazy as Corolla I and then know. turn around and be a princess, and nobody has any idea. Right. They don't recognize you the same person at all. So yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. Golden Mickey's is really the best. I yeah, I know someone else who did a Disney Cruise Line contract a few years ago, and she got to do Golden Mickey's, and she said that was one of her favorite shows she's ever done. Yeah, it's just so sweet, and I think it's such a great show for people who maybe don't know theater because a lot of it is also projection of the movies. Yeah. And so it's an easy intro into theater and also the movies that you already know and love. And it's just, it's so sentimental and fun. Oh, yeah. I want to watch it online again because I haven't watched it online in a long time. <laughs> so who did, when you, I'm assuming this was understudy, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Who, When you were in D- D- Disney Dreams, who did you enjoy playing more, Cinderella or Belle? Were you an understudy yeah. for this, too? I was, I was primary Cinderella, and then I bumped into Belle full-time. Um, I loved, I loved Cinderella. I really did, because I got to play opposite David Lindsay, who is just someone I, I love my entire heart. And we would, it's just looking into his eyes every night and getting to dance with the prince at the ball. And there was a big, like, fireworks moment where it was, like, two feet in front of you, this big, like, poop fireworks screamed my head off the first time it happened i was so scared. i would be so scared oh my god so and then you can't see anything and it's always oh, terrifying um it's just so magical and then you get you get to do the whole ball and the rags to riches and the and the runoff in the shoes it was just so sweet and then you get to come back in the finale and yeah i love that one i loved i love Belle too because she was always my favorite princess but i wish that like Belle got to like sing a little bit more or, or something her section is a little short but yeah. that dress both of them i mean are, are incredible the costumes for disney are just incredible oh yeah what do you think you identify more with yellow dress bell or blue dress bell <laughs> oh 
day, blue dress out. Same. Yeah, I, I feel like in, in my hometown growing up, I always kind of felt like the odd girl in town, and I never really fit in anywhere, and, you know, she has such a special relationship with her father, so that all just resonates a lot with me. Yeah, for sure. When playing Mary Poppins, did you get to fly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. So we got a train at the um, Toronto Circus School, which is actually closing down, which is so sad. They just announced it, like, a few weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, we got to fly, so there was... I had to get into, I had the harness on, but then I had to get latched into the harness, but I had to open the umbrella um, in the wing because half the audience could see me. Oh, wow. Like, as I was being, like, lifted up into the curtain. Yeah. So I had to open the curtain to, like, block people from seeing the bright red jacket. Uh-huh. And I sat there for probably two or three minutes just, like, chilling, just waiting to make my entrance, and then you're up there with all the lighting and stuff, so you're, like, trying not to get hot on anything as you come down yeah but yeah we, we got to fly and the, the whole thing it was so magical oh i'm sure what was more fun as mary poppins flying or talking in a british accent <laughs> oh gosh i don't know how good my british accent was but i tried um i would say i would say the accent i mean i've always wanted to fly and that was super fun but just like Getting to embody Mary Poppins was so cool. And I, she's one of my favorite. I mean, Julie Andrews, Sound of Music. She's one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's you, she can do no wrong. Uh, no, she can't. I love her. I, I do, too. <laughs> what, do you, what did you love most about bringing Elsa to life for young kids who love her so much? What did I love the most? Yeah, about making, like, just creating her and bringing her to life for, like, these little kids who are like, oh, my God, I love Elsa! Yeah, it was the most just, like, I, I just, I just, I go speechless when I talk about it because it was one of the most fun, challenging, special experiences of my life. And getting every night to see kids of, like, any gender age anything wearing the Elsa dresses it just it it just changed my life it was incredible there was one show where this little girl had an Elsa doll uh-huh. and Elsa came on stage she just held it that's so cute it's so sweet um yeah I, it was also challenging because there's a lot of like expectations with that role and that song and so I had oh, yeah. to meditate a lot just to Make sure I was in the right headspace and also be very forgiving of myself. And, you know, you're never going to meet everyone's expectations, but I just wanted to meet mine every time. And yeah. I felt like I always did that. Yeah. Yeah. What Disney character do you wish you had the, op- or characters, do you wish you had the opportunity to play, but you didn't? Yeah. Okay. I have never played Ariel. I've never played Rapunzel. Um, and... Yeah, those are the two that I'm like, I would love to, like, have a seashell bra and the big hair and on the rock. It's so pretty. Yeah. I think I'm a little tall for Rapunzel, but, yeah, I think I would have to say Ariel, for sure. Yeah, I interviewed someone. She's an actor in New York now, but she um, did uh, Disney World, and she was uh, Ariel in Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> and she My, said it was uh, heaven. Actually, her name is Cat League. And she used to do that as well, and she loved it. Her pictures are so pretty from her time there. 
just looks like so much fun. Yeah, I want to work for Disney so badly. Do it. So, so badly. It's like a dream it's of mine. It's literally the best. They, I mean, they have so many opportunities. They take such great care of their performers. And the shows are always going to be there. So yeah. you should absolutely, absolutely look into that. Like, my dream is to be a character performer at Disney. So, mm -hmm. What is a guilty pleasure of yours? Uh, cross-stitching. Ooh. That's okay. <laughs> I, learned, I learned how to cross-stitch in, in the pandemic. So I used to make all these little pieces of art and give them to my friends and hang them up. And it's just such a good time pastor and and clears my mind a lot i love it what artist would you like to see a jukebox musical either about their life or like with like a show like mama mia style or jagged little pill style of maybe julie andrews i know we've talked about her a lot but i just feel like her her resume is so big and she's done so many iconic things it'd be so fun to like see her life played out but I don't know that she has enough drama for a show, you know? I, I feel like know. the show has to have, like... Yeah, that's true, because every... I feel like every jukebox musical, based on a person that I've seen, there's been drama involved. Yeah, I know. I'll stick with Julie Andrews, but I feel like I, I could pick a different person if I have more time. It would be so good seeing, like, her... like. A re like a reenactment of like her with Walt Disney, like the Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video on or have you ever seen the interview that she did on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and he asks her what was it like meeting Walt Disney and working with Walt Disney and she's like, Oh my god, oh my god, Walt Disney <laughs> No, but I will write that down to go look up immediately after this. It's, it's so magical. Are you more of a cat person or a dog person? Oh gosh, I would have to say dog person, but I had a cat that passed away a year ago that I found in my backyard when I was like seven. Aww. So I was a cat person, but only for my cat. I didn't like anyone else's cats. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's goes with cats. Yeah. What Disney live action film do you think has been the best so far? Um, I really loved Cinderella. It makes me cry every time. I think it's so sweet, and that prince is so handsome. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I've seen Cinderella. I think it's really beautifully done. Yeah, it is. Are you afraid of bugs? Yes. Same. <laughs> I don't. I don't like them at all. Same. Um, what is your favorite cereal? Hmm. Okay, I love the Wheaties that have that like, like frost the frosted Wheaties. Frosted have, like, mini wheats. Mm -hmm. I sound like a 90-year-old grandma, but, um, yeah, they're my favorite. <laughs> Do you have any hidden talents? Um, I can cross one eye, but I feel like that's on my resume. I don't know that I have anything hidden. No, probably just that one. Oh, I can, I can, um, do a primal scream, like, in a rock concert whenever they, like, like, oh, he's like, ah, like, Steven Tyler and Dream On. Yeah, I can do that. I'm not demonstrating it for you. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> what is your favorite TV cable channel? My favorite, like, TV show growing up and still to this day is Avatar The Last Airbender. What was that on? That, was Nickelodeon? That Nickelodeon, yeah. I would say Nickelodeon. I, I love those, like, nerdy little kids shows. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron? Oh, yeah. Big Jimmy Neutron. Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah, that was my era. 
Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, I was at a rave a few months ago, and they played the Fairly Odd Parents song. Oh, did everyone just go nuts? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. It was. I'm crazy. super excited because the new um, Avatar: Last Airbender Netflix show is coming out, and have you seen the casting for that? No. It's Chef's Kiss, perfect. All people of color. It's just gonna be like the the most beautiful show. I'm so excited. I've only heard good things about it. You should look it up after this. You're going to lock yourself in a room and watch the entire series from beginning to end in one day. Mm-hmm. I will turn my phone off and just, like, tunnel vision. Oh, for sure. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Oh, gosh. Um, that's a hard question. I always, when I, when I talk about fun facts... I, like, I'll spew off a few. I'm missing a bone in both my pinky toes, but I have uh-huh. an extra bone in both of my ankles. Uh-huh. I'm hit by an ambulance and a school bus. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I don't know. That's so random. I like random ones. The randomer, the better. Yeah, I've been in a lot of car accidents that I, I claim are not my fault. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I'm not great behind a wheel. Yeah, neither. <laughs> well, I'm in New York City. I have to drive anywhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Once again, I've been speaking with actress Reagan Daniel Ogle. I will see you all on my next episode, which happens to be the 300th episode of the Jamie Star Podcast, and it's starring Evie Vaughn from the national tour of the Broadway musical Chicago.